are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Welcome. So today we're going to talk about the hips. And, you know, there's a lot of different episodes on yoga podcasts in the past where we've talked about yoga for the hips or we've had classes dedicated to hips. And if you are a yoga teacher, you know why, because the majority of what lives in our body accumulates itself in the hips. So what do I mean by what lives in our body? Well, emotions for one, um, stress. Um, illness, achiness, um, injury, it tends to begin somewhere else, right? It could begin in the back, the shoulders, but over time, it will eventually accumulate in the hips. Now, some theories on that is this is where the root chakra and the sacral chakra are so that safety and security, that wisdom of who you are, how you identify, your creativity, your sexual organs, all of the above, all of that in the infinite wisdom of the people who who manifested the ideas and concepts of this beautiful philosophy of yoga and the chakra system, Ayurvedic principles as well. The truth is, is that Ultimately, rather it's from a biological, anatomical, psychological, whatever idea you want, the truth is, is that we do feel it in the hips, especially from sitting, especially when we're standing, especially when we're sleeping. And even when we feel that issue in the lumbar spine, you know, that achiness, that tenderness, that stiffness, it really does serve us when the hips get stretched. Now, the hip girdle, that whole pelvic area, is encompassed with so much of what the body needs to connect itself from the lower part of the body to the upper part of the body from an anatomical perspective, that it only makes sense that the hips do indeed have this ability to hinder or help how you feel physically, in some cases also emotionally or mentally. So from a female perspective, this is where the birth canal finds itself, right? We're talking about the entire pelvic, that pelvis region. From rather your male, female, however you identify, you will also notice that when the psoas muscle is tight, that little tiny muscle that hangs out near the kidney can really affect the hips, the lower back, and other areas of the body, right? So we all suffer in this general space because at the end of the day, we all have the bowel movement um, system through our digestion. We all have the potential to not have a really functioning space in that area. We all have our sexual organs. We all have our reproductive organs. We all have the most important parts of how the body utilizes itself to cleanse itself in this space, right? From the kidneys to the bladder. 
We have so much going on. So much of the factory is happening in this space that this is an area where yoga teachers like to focus their classes on. So I said all of that because everything that we do on the mat in asana, the postures and the poses is really supposed to help create a balanced, well life including from a physical perspective, but also from a mental and emotional and, of course, connecting back to spiritual. So that is why it's important to keep the hips open, as they say, or the opposite of having tight hips, maybe having loose hips, (laughs) maybe having flexible hips, maybe having um, centered hips. So We need to pay attention, you know, especially for those of us who have lower back pain, knee pain, where we feel like our shoulders are really tight, where our posture is really off, where the spine just doesn't feel quite elongated, where we sit for several hours a day, or we stand too long on even um, ground, whether we're shifting our weight to our left foot or our right foot. Um, where we don't have our glutes activated because the gluteus maximus is not as well developed as we would love it to be, right? The muscles aren't as proficient, you know? We don't just want to squat so that we can have a nice little peachy bum, but so that we can protect and support the hips, the lower back, and our posture. So, When we think about having tight hip flexors in the front, we can also make it harder for our glutes to activate. So again, this leads itself to other muscles to compensate and take on more than they can handle. That includes the lower back. So I know I'm saying a lot of the same thing, but I'm rewording it in ways so that you can understand the importance of releasing the hips, releasing the psoas muscle, having a nice balanced pelvis, having a nice balanced pelvic girdle, really focusing on your posture, really focusing on how you relax, how you um, utilize your body physically, okay? So yoga is one of those areas where we can not only relax the muscles, but we can strengthen the muscles that surround the hips. We can stretch the body in a way that not only warms it up, but also releases and cools it down. We can create this balance in the body that allows us to improve over time these important areas that allows us to loosen up and to um, strengthen the body where we need it to be strengthened as well. So some of my favorite postures for both of these, which is to create flexibility, but also to create strength, is the warriors. The warriors are so beautiful because it encompasses all the things that I love about yoga. It lengthens the spine, creates balance and stability, creates a moving meditative focus in the mind, allows you to focus on pratyama because strengthening postures really do lend themselves to you focusing on breath in order to create the ability to stay strong, but also the ability to stay balanced. It creates symmetry or um, another word for that, but used in a different context would be balance. So instead of balancing in a way that keeps you 
upright or keeps you distributing your weight evenly, but also allowing you to create this balance in your muscular frame, right? So you're activating all the muscles you can on all sides of the body. So the warriors are my favorite for that. Whether it is warrior one, warrior two, warrior three, all of the above, whether you take that into a high crescent lunge, whether you find yourself in goddess pose, which is really great way to transition in between warrior sets. Also side angle poses, whether you extend the arms or not is fine, you know, protecting your shoulders. And then, of course, you can always take these postures into the floor variations like lizard pose, for instance. So like a warrior one or crescent lunge can become a low lunge by just dropping that back knee, can also become an, a bigger opener by taking it into lizard pose. You can add in twists and turns to be able to release any tension and stress that could be living in the spine. And then you can take these into more relaxing, but definitely more of an opener of postures for the hips, such as pigeon pose or even um, lying on your back for lying pigeon or figure four. Rather you, there's, there's so many hip openers, but regardless of what you take, whether it's a goddess pose or the equivalent would be like a malasana or yoga squat, or you're in happy baby, or you're in um, butterfly pose. The idea is to incorporate ways to open your hips every single chance you get. Now, we understand that. But what you do want to know is that warming up the body prior to is important, right? So creating a gentle moving flow. That's why we don't just open the hips. We flow into hip openers. We connect these hip opening postures between strength postures and even balancing postures like downward facing dog because it heats up the body naturally. It creates fire within. You can, or Anji, you can also utilize your breath work to continue to open up the body so that you can visualize through breath that you are sending oxygen to the cells of the hips so that they can open up. So let's talk about these postures that I've just been spouting off, okay? I've done all of these postures on yoga pose breakdowns, which you can simply go to lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Type in the posture you're looking for and boom, it should populate. Pretty soon I am going to get those all on one page and link them all back to the individual postures. I am working on that. That is a project that I've been trying to do for quite a while. But you can find all these hip opening postures. You can also find hip opening specific classes on Yoga Podcast. And again, you can find that on my website. And I actually have a link in the show notes to all of the different classes that have been recorded, all free audio classes for all levels. And there's different durations. So you can find those also. But we have classes that are built just for opening up the hips because of all the reasons that I named. So 13 postures that are really great that I'm going to name off here that I kind of already did, but if you really want to think about them and figure out which ones you really love, you don't have to do all 13, but pick three or four 
And that's how you can sequence your entire practice around them. So high crescent lunge or warrior one, the difference being in your foot placement and really focusing on strength, balance, and your hips in this posture, of course. This is one of my favorites is crescent lunge. I prefer crescent lunge personally over warrior one just because of how my anatomy is set up in my body. Those who have any knee injuries or issues in that respect would probably prefer high crescent lunge, but you'll know what works best for you. You can drop that back knee into a low lunge, but you should anyway from high crescent lunge. So whether you're taking warrior one to high crescent to low lunge, this is a great way to open up that front hip on both sides, of course. And you can do whatever you want with your arms. They can go behind you and you can get a nice deep back bend. As you interlace the fingers, they can go above head, dropping the shoulders out of ears so that you can get some stability. They can go out to your side or even grab your hips or even surround your thigh or knee to really press into the opening. You can then turn that into lizard pose by dropping that the knees that's already dropped, you can further drop that front part of your thigh. And then you can rotate that front foot so that you can open up that hip and take a twist. Or you can take this into any other variation that you're comfortable with that we've discussed in the past. But this is a great flow. From lizard pose, you can either pull up that back leg and take a bind. You can go deeper into the posture. You can try to bring your forehead to a block or to the earth, maybe massaging your intuition or third eye. And continue to breathe into the opening of this hip. From there, I love going into maybe like a hero pose um, where your tail is going to reach the Uh, top of your feet or the bottom of your feet, I should say, your ankles or heels. And then gently you can turn this into a hip opener by releasing your tail into the earth or onto a block. You can also bring your feet around by pushing and following through to a seated posture and bringing it into butterfly pose, which again is one of my favorite. You can take butterfly pose and turn that into cow face pose or fire log by stacking your legs upon each other and really opening up your hips that way as well. That actually makes me want to do it right now. You can turn that into a nice half pigeon pose or even to a fuller pigeon. Um, You can take a bind. You can take a twist. You can turn this into as much as you want to go. And then taking it into either lying on your back and taking lion pigeon or you can take any other type of hip openers here, supine twist. You can take a lying split. There's so many you can go into from here as well as happy baby. If you want to incorporate this into malasana or yogi squat, you can either put this in now, you can put this in at the beginning after you do like a warrior sequence, but malasana is always a good way to open up the hips. This can also be tough if you're too tight, which is why I prefer the lying variation for me, which is happy baby. And then you can also move forward into other postures like bridge pose, although not a hip opener per se, it is definitely um, a complement to your hip opener by really stretching out, elongating the spine. 
and it releases the psoas muscles. So I guess, I suppose it is living in that pelvic girdle space, therefore contributing to opening up the hips. So I hope to have an entire new audio class that's dedicated to this coming up, trying to get back into teaching audio classes on yoga podcasts. But with everything that's happened in year 2020, I took a break from teaching audio classes because everyone's teaching online in some capacity, whether it's Zoom or YouTube or memberships or free classes or Instagram or Facebook that I didn't think you needed another class, but I've actually been getting requests for my teachings. So I miss you all as well. And I appreciate that. So maybe some short durations of classes that you can just do easily in between homeschooling your children or walking your dog or petting your kitty cat or typing on the computer in a Zoom meeting, whatever it is that your new normal looks like, just taking a few moments to meditate and open up the hips maybe all that you can warrant nowadays. So thank you so much for joining me with this fun Yoga Pose Breakdown 2.0. It's nice to get sort of back in the swing of things. I'm not sure what the future of yoga podcast is going to look like with how we lay out the classes and the episodes and the breakdowns, but I can tell you that I want to continue to pour out all that I feel, all that I want to share as a yoga teacher, but most importantly, as a student. And as I share this information on yoga podcasts, it inspires me to stay connected as a teacher, as a student to the beautiful practice of yoga, the philosophy on and off of the mat, and in particular, asana, the poses and the postures that I've come to adore putting together into sequences. So thanks for being here. Go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.